What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday and welcome to the weekend. We are looking at Hebrews chapter 3 and just excited to talk about what we learned about God, what we learned about ourselves, and just process with you guys. Yeah, in this, one of the things we wanted to bring to everyone's attention is that uh, the author of Hebrews, probably Paul, maybe it's not, they're writing to religious people. And you might say, why is that important? How do we know? Look at what he keeps talking about. He keeps talking about the Levitical law. He's talking about Aaron. He's talking about priests. He's going to talk about a high priest. He's talking about Moses. He's talking about angels. That list goes on and on and on. And um, why that's especially relevant is that the majority of you listening to the podcast would consider yourself religious or spiritual people. And so Mm -hmm. the takeaway from today's message for the people in that context is the same as it is for us today, Mm -hmm. which is the beauty of the Bible. And so, yeah, start with verse one. So right away in verse one, it sounds like this. Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and the high priest whom we confess. So in hearing that or in reading it, when we read about how we're supposed to fix your thoughts on Jesus, it's kind of the implication there that um, these folks must have had their thoughts and their minds on something else. And so that's Mm -hmm. why they're being instructed, um, you know, come back to center here and fix your eyes on Jesus. And I think that's so so good. I asked myself, why would he say that? (laughs) Yeah. Right. I mean, it's obviously we would all agree fixing your eyes on Je- fixing your thoughts on Jesus is a good thing, but mm-hmm. I wonder why he's putting that in here. Mm-hmm. And so he goes on to say in the in the next verses about um, about how Jesus is so much greater than Moses. And so, like Clark said, these are probably people of faith, people who knew um, you know the Torah, they knew the story of the Israelites. And so, if you read verse three. Um, that's kind of what we're talking about here. So this is what it sounds like. Verse three, Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Hebrews as the book as a whole, here's a list of examples where the author wants you to let you know how great Jesus is. It says, um, chapter one, Jesus is greater than the prophets. Chapter one, Jesus is greater than the angels. Chapter 3, Jesus is greater than Moses. Chapter 4, Jesus is greater than Joshua. Chapter 5 and 7, Jesus is greater than the high priests. Chapter 6 and 7, Jesus is greater than the Levitical high priests. Also in chapter 7, Jesus is the greatest high priest, greater than Melchizedek, who is greater than Abraham. Continuing on, Jesus' (laughs) ministry is greater than the tabernacle ministry, is greater than the Old Covenant. His sacrifice is greater than the Old Testament sacrifices. Experience in Jesus is greater than the experience on Mount Sinai in chapter 12. And so you get the point where Jesus is greater. Going back to our, our verse 1, mm-hmm. fix your thoughts on Jesus. Why? Because these religious people are focusing their attention elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so as you look at that, the next couple of verses, he quotes the Old Testament. Um, verses 7 through 11 talks about warning against unbelief. And he refers to the Old Testament. Why? In this, he's referring back to Moses and his leadership when the people were grumbling, bumbling, and saying, oh, I want to go back to Egypt. Gosh, why would God bring us out here just to die? It was better in Egypt. And they stopped believing, and they were disobedient. 
And so what happens is out of that unbelief, they took their eyes off Jesus. There was disobedience and they missed an opportunity. They missed an opportunity to go to the promised land. And that's why in verse 11 it says, They shall never enter my rest. Jesus, uh, the God speaking to the fact that a whole generation of people who came out of Egypt never got a step foot in the promised land because they did not fix their eyes on the Lord. And so that's kind of summing it up there. Mm -hmm. So jumping back now to the text and looking ahead to verse you know, 13, it gives us a little more clarity as to what we're supposed to do. So that, so, okay, if we're not supposed to be, you know, distracted by other things, we're supposed to be fixing our eyes on Jesus. Uh, how do we do that? And so verse 13 sounds like this, um, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And so that was kind of the other main verse that stuck out to Clark and I is how, um, so how do we do this? What practical things um, can we do within our minds, um, within our community that helps keep the focus where it belongs on on Jesus? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we've taught at Emmanuel for a long time is breath prayers. And what's a bre- breath prayer? Hey, I'm glad you asked. A breath <laughs> prayer is, I try to take a verse that you read, and in the verse you read, as you inhale, you recite the first half of the verse, and then as you exhale, you recite the second half of the verse. So mm-hmm. for me today, it's going to be on my inhale, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Exhale, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. And then every throughout the day, inhale, fix my thoughts on Jesus. Exhale, the apostle and the high priest whom we confess. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. You're praying the scriptures. And it's really helpful. Because mm-hmm. you're breathing all day long. And you're fixing your eyes on Jesus. <laughs> and then you're able to turn back to those verses. Um, one of the other things that kind of came to mind was uh, if you worship at Emmanuel or if you've been following along for any amount of time, I'm sure you've heard uh, Pastor Ken or Clark say, uh, we read it, write it, pray it, share it. And that is one just super easy, applicable way um, that we encourage one another. So not only are you um, you're sitting and receiving from the Lord, you're reading and writing. And, and so you're reading your Bible, you're journaling what stuck out to you, but then actually um, praying it back to God and then sharing it. So who, practically speaking right now, who are you processing Hebrews chapter three with in your life? Mm-hmm. Who um, are you encouraging? Yeah, who are you texting? Who are you, you know, emailing or phone calling? Who are you doing a Zoom with? Or um, what does that actually look like when you get to, you know, the nuts and bolts of life? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's one thing to read this, but then to actually live it out and do it. You know, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Because when we don't do that, that's when we kind of experience the negative part of verse 13, the hardening by sin's deceitfulness. Mm-hmm. And then when we fall away from community, that's what often happens. There's a hardening, um, there's a cooling down, and kind of getting to the ways of the world. We're here to fix our eyes on Jesus, and how? By encouraging one another mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're listening to this podcast today, you're probably spiritual, religious, Christian, have some form of relationship with Jesus. Our encouragement is that uh, fix your eyes on the Lord. This even today, I was talking to Bobby that. There was a moment I was aware that my, my flesh was just getting overwhelmed. I read an article about some protests, more people dying. I read about um, the police situation in Atlanta. I was sent a couple of videos about uh, this one position on the issue. I had a couple people, not even in the same text, sending me other 
um, videos without knowing it that were countering the first videos I got. And it was like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anything. I'm overwhelmed. This is just a lot. There's a lot going on. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Fix your thoughts on Jesus mm-hmm. and stick to the word. Right. Because the reason why that's so important is because it doesn't make, um, you know, whatever you're dealing with, it doesn't make that go away. But it does set the this tone and the priority of things and where they need to be. Because the fact of the issue is, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're dealing with you know COVID, if you're in with anything that's going on with these racism talks, if um, if you're dealing with health issues, if you're um, if you are somebody that's been laid off and you're dealing with unemployment, you know we're not saying I don't think the Bible in, in Hebrews chapter three is saying fix your thoughts on Jesus because everything's going to be peachy keen. No, we fix our thoughts on Jesus because even when things aren't peachy keen, he's with you in that. And so we use the lens of Christ to look at these issues. We use the lens of Christ when we're in a health crisis. We use the lens of Christ when we don't know what to do. And that's where um, we have the great hope because like Hebrews 3 says, he is the, the high priest. He is the perfect sacrifice. Jesus came so that we could actually abide and walk into the relationship with him. And so when we do that, when we fix our thoughts, when we lift our chin and when we are focused back on Jesus Christ, then we're not saying that the hard things go away, but then those things come into place because he takes priority. Amen. Preach it, sister. <laughs> so, hey, as we wrap up our time together, encouragements for you. Read chapter three. Share how you've been encouraged mm-hmm. and encourage somebody else as we live out this text. Yeah. Have a breath prayer. Read it, write it, pray it, share it. And mm-hmm. have a fantastic weekend. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. The Lord bless you and keep you. His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.